Fourth quarter reporter, we're back Sunday morning. A little NFL football. We got our picks today. Uh, hopefully, it's another good day of football. Last week went pretty well. Some upsets, some some uh, up, you know unsettling wins, some disappointing losses. Uh, we had a good game Thursday night, Philly Houston uh, across the board. We all went with Philly with that. I wanted to think that was obvious. Uh, Houston kept it close for a little while, but otherwise, everybody knew Philly was going to take that game handedly. Um, we got a couple decent matchups today. Uh, you know, a couple of divisionals, nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, a lot of injuries once again today, which which sucks. But I feel like that's just the 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 you know writing on the wall this season. Um, <clears throat> first game, uh, Atlanta uh, Chargers. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry, John. Let's get into the the standings from last week with the picks. How's that? How are we looking this week? All right. So over, overall, for the whole season, Kulada's still in first. He's got seventy one. He's seventy one and forty six. Followed up with me, 65 and 52. Um, Got to give it to Spock. He's in third now, 61 and 56. Had a great week last week as well as Anthony. They were both 11 and 4. Oh. And, Rob, you're pulling up the rear again still. 60 and 57. Oh. What is it? 60 and 57, you are. Oh, all right, only so one I'm, positive. I'm on the plus side of 500, so it's all right. Big all right, week. I'm feeling it. Dude, Spock was in himself for a while, and he's coming back. It was that that Carolina-Atlanta game that really propelled me. I was like, all right, this game. And I was like, at the beginning of the day, I was really, I was reeling about the Denver pick because, not the Denver pick, I picked Jackson. I think we all picked, a lot of us picked Jacksonville. Yeah, Yeah, we all did. Somehow pulls it out. That tight end, Greg Dulcich, he's something else. (laughs) He's like the catalyst for that team. And and of course the best the best uh, team in our fantasy league picked them up, and I'm playing them this week, so we'll see how that goes. But Denver <laughs> is on a buy, so that's enough of my rant for the day. <laughs> well, it's season's half over. We got a lot of football left to go. I mean, and is that that's a that's a record right there, and I don't like it. But I, I guess I got to give him a little bit of a prop because that that's poof. I don't know who he's. You know what what you know. Little thing he's rubbing at home, but it's it's working. So, um, <clears throat> or oh, what right. website he's doing for his picks? Yeah, no. something he's doing something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's got everything in a hat and he's just picking a map. I don't know, but it's working. <laughs> so, um, all right, we got charts uh, in Atlanta. It's uh, it's in it's in Atlanta. Um, I feel like the Chargers got to turn around at some point. Um, I don't think it's this week. I I just think Atlanta is doing something right. They keeping everything close. They're covering the spreads, all that stuff. I think Atlanta wins outright today. Uh, I, I mean, no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams. I know there's a lobby around Palmer and Carter and all that other stuff, but I don't know. I just think uh, Atlanta's doing something right. I think they're going to keep the ball rolling here. I'm taking Atlanta. Yeah, I'm with you as well. Atlanta's going to – they're going to win, cover, I think, as well. Uh, the only thing that the Chargers got going for them is Palmer today. I don't think that's going to cut it. So I got I got to go with Atlanta. Yeah, with uh, Patterson coming back today, I, I like Atlanta as well. I mean, now they got him. They got a healthy backfield. They got Huntley and uh, Algier. So, and uh, Atlanta's Atlanta's hot right now. I think the Chargers are still trying to figure out their identity. I feel like this game could go either way. So I kind of hate to pick Atlanta, but I'm going to go with them just because they're the hotter team. It seems like. 
Uh, we got uh, Ants, Ants, Miami Dolphins. Uh, I guess against what I guess you could call surprising in Chicago. Um, the last couple of weeks, it seems to that they're you know keeping it close. They played okay against Dallas last week. Um, I saw today that Tyreek needs 113 yards receiving to pass Isaiah Bruce for the most receiving yards for the first nine games of the season. I think he hits it. I think Miami wins, and I think they. I think it's Chicago's going to play okay. I think they're going to put up some points, but I think Miami's going to win handedly here. Yeah, Miami all the way on this one. Even if they get down like they did last week, two is just going to light them up. He's got, he's got, you know, with Hill and Waddle, even Gusecki. Hopefully a couple of the Gusecki. That'd be great for my fantasy team. But <laughs> definitely all Miami here. Yeah, I mean, Justin Fields has been pretty good last couple weeks, but Miami, when Tua plays and plays the whole game, I'm pretty sure Miami's undefeated. I think the one game they lost was against uh, the uh, was against Bills. that Thursday night game. Who was it, who was was it against Thursday the Bills? Night? That's when he got hurt. They won that game, but that was the game where he got injured and came back. And then Thursday night, I forget who they played on that Thursday night game, but he got thrown down and was taken out of the game. They ended up losing that game. Oh no! Miami lost say, to the Jets. I was at the game. I want. I want to say the Bengals, but I don't. Somehow, don't no, think it was them. No, they lost to the Jets. Miami lost. Yeah, but they didn't have Tua. Right. They had their. I'm their saying every game that Tua started and oh, played oh, oh, the whole game, they've won. So right. I like to. I like Miami to win this game as well, obviously. Fair but right. I think it was the Thursday night game when Tua got injured and was out for a couple weeks. That was against Cincinnati, if I'm remembering right. correctly. Um, I, even with Chicago, they traded away Robert Quinn and you know all their other. Yeah, guys. What the hell they is have the point of that? Like, they trade away. They trade away their team. They trade away like the big pieces of their team, and then they're like, "Oh, let's bring in um, let's bring in Claypool." Like, what the what? That makes no sense. It's like I get like they're trying to help Fields out and probably like build the offense up, and they got a couple picks for it too. I get, so I could see that point of it, but like that's Robert Quinn and like. Uh, and, and they also traded Roquan Smith, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah, like yeah. Well, I don't know. I just I didn't get that. I didn't get that logic. But I just where Chicago is in you know their rebuild, like you said, it just it, it. It's not like they were one piece away. You know, you trade off your the only mm-hmm. assets you have on defense. It's for yeah. a receiver that's been a little on the skeptic side this year. I just I don't know. I agree. It just it doesn't make much sense. But nothing in Chicago does. So nah. true. <laughs> Um, Carolina, Cincinnati, um, last week, everybody expected no, you know, Jamar Chase, T Higgins to go off against Cleveland, who's been, you know, up and down, of course, they have Jacoby Brissett, but Cincinnati looked horrible on Monday night. They looked absolutely terrible. I didn't watch the game and I could tell you they looked horrible. Uh, Carolina, something's going on with PJ Walker. He's playing good football. Uh, DJ Moore is playing like he's supposed to, you know, of course they traded away Christian McCaffrey, but you got Chuba Hubbard and. Dante Foreman running the ball, and they're running the ball well. I don't think Hubbard plays today. I'm pretty sure he's out, but even still, you got Foreman running the ball. Yeah. I think Carolina, is there eight and a half points? Um, I'm going to take them as my upset today. I think uh, Carolina's got a shot to win this game. I'm with you as well, Rob. I think Carolina's going to come out swinging. DJ Moore, I mean, after last week's game, he's got, he's got, he's got to come back after that whole thing with that personal foul with the helmet coming off the end in the end zone. I think he's still going to, uh, PJ Walker's going to light him up. 
you guys are killing me. I wanted to go Carolina so bad, but the fact that you both won Carolina, I have to go Cincinnati now. <laughs> but uh, my, I will say this: just be it. Like Cincinnati looks really bad without Jamar Chase because that's like his go-to guy. But I, I don't know. I feel like you can't lose a game like this if you're Cincinnati. But my sleeper of the week is Terrace Marshall, who has somehow he has like untapped chemistry with PJ Walker. So. I think he'll have a big game. I also have him in two fantasy leagues, so I'm a little biased. But I mean, without Robbie Anderson, he should be the next guy up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was good at LSU. I don't know why he hasn't really, you know, done much so far in the league. Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield are throwing him the ball. That's true. That's a fair point. Um, All right, we got – Spock, we got your Packers and the Lions, little, you know, NFC North showdown here. Green Bay, I feel like, you know, they're just going backwards, not forwards. Um, I love, I, I like Detroit here. I, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Of course, both defenses look like doo-doo. They look like JV teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to go Detroit here. I'm just, I, I, I'm riding the Detroit train this, this year. I, I like them. I like everything about them. Um, I know they just traded away Hawk, but, uh, they got enough, you know, enough power with St. Brown, Khalif Raymond, Josh Reynolds. I don't know if Josh Reynolds is playing today. I think he might be out. But uh, Swift is in a limited role, but Jamal Williams is obviously carrying the bulk of that load, and there's, there's no slowing that down. I'm going Detroit. Uh, I, I don't know. I think they're just going to play hard. They always play hard against AFC North teams. I'm going to go with Detroit here. Yeah. I want to go Green Bay, but I just can't. I just The receivers aren't catching anything. They're getting hit in between the numbers. They're getting hit on their hands. Still not coming down with anything. They got a better chance of catching go- COVID. I want, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I want, I want to go with Green Bay, but I'm, I, I gotta go with Detroit on this one. I think Detroit's gonna come out, and it could be, like you said, it could be a high scoring game, but it's gonna be like one of them squeakers. Mm-hmm. It could be like a 41-42 game. Yeah, the spread's three and a half um, in favor of Green Bay. I think it's gonna be. I think Detroit covers, but I think, the, I think the fact that Hawkinson's gone, I think the Packers win this game because tight ends. The Packers just this year they can't defend the run. But they always have trouble covering a number one tight end, especially at like a guy like Hawks level. Like every time they play San Francisco, Kittle smokes them. Every time they play Kansas City, Kelsey smokes them. Anytime they play, they play a number one tight end, they get smoked. And so, I mean, I look for Detroit to spread the ball around a little bit more. And I think that if they can't defend Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, it's going to be a long game. But I, I mean, four weeks in a row, it's got to it's got to end at some point. I got I got to take the Packers this week. I got to take them. I have to. All right. All right. Hey, listen, for your, for your hope, let's hope they win. You know, for your I was going to take Detroit, but I, I, they got to win it. So they can't lose five in a row. Four in a row is bad, but like, I mean, five in a row, it's just you're, you're, your season's asleep at that point if you lose five in a row. It's true. Uh, especially with the way the NFC has been shaping up here, you know, a lot of a lot of sleeper teams this I mean, week. The Bears year, but, uh, and, if the, and if and if the Vikings continue their, I mean, Vikings haven't really had a really strong schedule, but they've been beating the teams they need to beat. So, and that's why they're in first. True. But, and Green Bay can't seem to do that. They cannot. They cannot do that. Uh, you got Colts, New England, uh, up in Foxborough. Uh, five and a half year. Ellinger doesn't seem to be the answer, but it seems like that uh, offense clicked a little bit better last week. Uh, no Taylor, Deion Jackson playing today, who just like he seems completely capable of taking the workload here. You know, trading away Naeem Hines. Um, I guess if they didn't like what Deion Jackson had to offer, they wouldn't have traded away Hines to Buffalo. 
But uh, I'm taking Indy. Uh, I just, you know, like I said, I think, uh, you know, there's, there's something clicking with Ellinger throwing the ball. So I'm going to go with Indy here. Uh, it's This is a trend I'm not liking, a lot of underdogs. But um, I don't know. I just feel like in uh, New England week to week is just never consistent. So I'm going to have to go with Indy on this one. Uh, I kept going back and forth on this. It was Indy, New England. It was Indy again. But I'm going with New England at home. Uh, I think New England's going to come out. Be a little strong. Indy, you know, as much as I wanted them, you know, their defense and everything, they've been kind of fucking lagging this year. Um, Got to go with New England. That defense is such a disappointment. Oh, God. Offense, that defense has just been unbelievably bad. <clears throat> Spock, what do you got? Yeah, John, I'm with you. I like uh, I like New England just because um, Sam Ellinger, I know he hasn't played much in the league, and I know he's not a rookie, but Bill Belichick is just he just uh, he's, he's almost undefeated against these kind of quarterbacks. He's gonna he's gonna disguise so many defenses that this guy's never seen before. I think he's going to have similar games as Zach Wilson did last week against New England, so I like New England to win this game. All right. Um, Buffalo and the Jets. I'm, uh, I'm actually on location here at MetLife Stadium. Uh, I think, uh, especially after last week, the way that New England just slapped around the Jets, I don't think anything changes today. I think Buffalo is going to do just the same. Um, I really hope the stadium clears out by halftime, so it's easier for me to get home. Uh, Buffalo just – the only bright side to the Jets, I think, against this team is Sauce Gardner. But even if he does handle digs, if they play him man, you know, follow him all over the field, Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie can – they yeah. can do just as much damage. So, I just – I don't see the Jets slowing down Buffalo at all. It's going to be fun to watch Allen just run all over the place. Dude, I'm – I don't want to say 99% sure, but I think there's a good chance that Josh Allen is not in this game at the either end of the third quarter or the beginning of the fourth. I think he's just <laughs> going to light them up. So I'm definitely going with Buffalo on this one. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills are the most complete team in football this year. I think um, I think you had, it's a two-man race for the MVP this year. It's Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. So I think Geno Smith. You mean you forgot about Geno Smith? Oh yeah, I forgot about Geno Smith. Comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year. I don't know about MVP. Definitely comeback player of the year. Hold on, hold on. I want to touch on that really fast. How can he be considered a comeback player of the year when he played last year? Tell me, Saquon's your comeback player of the year. Yes. Why wouldn't he be? Oh God, just because that's now you got to go. That's such a bias. How was it a comeback? He didn't. He wasn't hurt. What is he coming back from? He's a backup player. That doesn't mean he's coming back from anything. He's he didn't coming come back, back from nothing. Not starting. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he came back five from weeks nothing. Last year. He started five weeks Dude, last even, year. Even Rex Ryan said it on. Uh, Rex Ryan doesn't know football. More than Re- yes, he. D- well, no, he, he knows, knows defense. Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator. He knows defense, he told, not football. He literally he told the kid, bro. "Yo, you're going to be great one day. Just not here in." Just not here with the Jets, and, <laughs> and he t- he turned it around once fucking Russell Wilson was traded, and Seattle gave him the reins and put some kind of faith in him, and it's it's worked out well for him. It's still not considered a comeback. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with Spock on this one. 
Yeah, long story uh, short, I like the Bills. Yeah, oh yeah. All right, so you're taking the Bills. <laughs> yeah, Saquon should be come by player of the year. Um, all right. Uh, Minnesota and your commies, John uh, Washington seems to be getting something going with Heineke. We said it last week, and look what happened. They won again. Uh, I just, I, I'm still going with Minnesota here. They're, they're they just got too much firepower. Um, if Washington's defense was where they're supposed to be, then maybe be a little bit tighter. But even getting, uh, you know, Hawkinson, and I actually just saw a, an alert that he's going to be playing a lot today. So Minnesota is, is going to win this game, even though it's in Washington. I think Minnesota wins this one pretty pretty well. See, everyone with Washington on this one. You know, Heineke is getting better week by week. He did the same thing last year. Um, and I honestly, I don't want it to happen because they need Kirk Cousins to score some points. But I think Ant's whole rule with Cousins in the 1 o'clock games being like a god, I think he's going to change today, and I think he's going to choke going back to Washington. Okay. I really uh, I like Minnesota a lot in this game. I like uh, Washington with the uniforms. If it was based on uniforms, I'd take a Washington all the way. <laughs> but, uh, but unfortunately, the game has to be the game can be played without uniforms. What? Thank God it's not. But the yeah. um, I like uh, just the acquisition of Hawkinson. I think it's going to open up a lot of opportunity for Jefferson, Thielen, and once they get into the red zone, it's going to be Dalvin Cook, Madison, and Hawkinson all day. Um, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a long day for Washington. So I like Minnesota to win this game. Jacksonville, Vegas. Um, once oh. again, last week Vegas was just bad. getting they shot. It absolutely ruined awful. me. They look awful. Horrible, horrible game. Um, Jacksonville is. I'm actually surprised that Jacksonville is not favored in this game. I have them at plus one and a half. I yeah. I, is it even an upset if they win? I'm not really too sure. I, I think Jacksonville wins this game. I mean, watch. We say this, and now Vegas will turn around and put up 35 points because that's what Vegas loves to do. But uh, I'm taking Jacksonville with this one. Yeah, I'm going Jacksonville as well. I mean, listen, they're playing at home, so I don't think they're going to have, you know, all their fans behind them rooting them on. And, you know, I can't see Vegas coming out and lighting them up like that. I get what you're saying because it's happened before. But I think Jacksonville is an actual real team nowadays, you know? So I'm going with Jacksonville. And being that, I mean, like you said, one and a half, How I understand how Jacksonville is not favored. doesn't make any sense. But uh, I don't know if, if I'm going to use them as if my If Jacksonville was one and a half, if minus one and a half, I'd understand. But to be plus one and a half yeah. is, is a little crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but Jacksonville all the way on this one. Yeah, I think that I really want to pick Vegas just because I feel like this is the kind of game where, like, they just pull it out. Like, Jacobs and Adams just have a, like, sick game for no reason. Because Adams had, what, one catch last week? Um, if that, but I think I, I got to take Jacksonville as well. They both, they're both coming off bad losses. So I just like Jacksonville just because they're the better team this year. But I think this game could go either way. But I am taking Jacksonville. <laughs> Seattle, Arizona, uh, I mean, if you think about it, you know, prior to the season, this would be just Arizona going crazy against Seattle. But uh, I think it could honestly go the other way around. Uh, I mean, Hopkins has been a bright spot for that, you know, since he came back for Arizona. So I think that's an, uh, a big reason why they keep it close. Apparently, James Conner's supposed to come back this week. But even if he doesn't, you know, Benjamin's been holding his own. I, I, 
I'm going with Seattle here. I, I The underdog train is still running, and I'm going to take Seattle. Like we said before, Geno Smith's playing good, good football. Um, he's not the comeback player of the year, but he's playing good football. So I'm going to go Seattle. I'm going Seattle as well. Geno's going to keep that team floating. Uh, Tyler Murray hasn't really been the quarterback, I think, that we all thought he was going to be, especially with all these weapons that he had around him this year. I mean, I know some guys have been hurt, um, but I, I, I see Seattle and Pete Carroll and Geno fucking pulling one out here against Arizona. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I got to take uh, I got to take Seattle as well, just because the, they're the better team. I think Arizona is just. I think the problem in Arizona is Cliff Kingsbury. How he got hired to be the coach of that team, I, I still don't understand because he just had he had a losing record in college, and he just had like a I guess different kind of like like NFL teams love to look at these coaches that like all right mediocre to almost good programs and say that guy would be a great coach in the NFL. Like, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand what, I think that they have the talent. They're like, Arizona reminds me of Dallas. They have the talented, they have the pieces, they have the talent around them. They just, they can't figure out how to win football games. I like Seattle to win because for obvious reasons, but yeah, that's my pick. <laughs> uh, LA uh, Rams and Tampa. I, I don't like this game. You know, in, in the last couple of years, you would look at this game and going like, wow, it's going to be an awesome game to watch. I don't think it's that case whatsoever. I had a pretty difficult time picking this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the Rams only because they're the more complete team right now. Uh, it seems like Tom Brady has something else on his mind that rhymes with his L. Uh, so he's been playing kind of shitty football. And Tampa, uh, Tampa just can't stay healthy at the moment. So their their defense is just depleted. I'm going to go with the Rams here. Cooper Cup has a day. Um, they're getting Cam Akers back on the field, whether it's good or bad for L.A. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to the Rams as well. Like you said, Tom Brady is just – he's not the same Tom Brady because of the whole thing with the divorce going on. Head's not in the game totally. Um, <clears throat> and the Rams – they got to come back around and be what they were last year at some point. And I think this could be the turning point for them, and they all start clicking. So I'm going with Rams in this. Yeah, Rob, I'm with you. I think Tom Brady does have something on his mind, but it doesn't rhyme with Hazel. It rhymes with uh, Pyle Danahan. I think that he's, playing, uh, I think he's, he's uh, chomping at the bit to play in San Francisco because he sees how well they're doing and he thinks that He's the missing piece. Um, I do like Tampa to win this game, though, because I just think that both teams are, like, struggling at this point. And if anyone's going to come back, it's the team with the better defense, which I think is Tampa, even though Devin White looks like a shell of himself than he did a year or two ago. I think Cooper Cup's going to smoke him over the middle today. It's going to be a long day for him, but I think that somehow – I think that, I think at some point or some way Tampa, Tampa Bay finds a way to pull this game out. Do you consider this a must-win for both teams? I consider it a must-win for Tampa because if you go three and six. But like, in that division, yeah, is it really I that think, detrimental? Yeah, you know I don't know. At this point in the season, it's there's still a lot of games left. So I guess I guess no because in the NFC West, like you have San Francisco, who's not their record's not great, 
but they're they're the clear favorite in that division. But in, but both divisions are tight, and they could still be won by either of these teams. Either team could either of these respective teams could still win their division. So John, I don't consider it a must win. No, I think it's a must win for the Rams. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because the way San Francisco's been playing, if they want that division, they got to start all clicking on the same freaking cylinder, be on the same page, the whole nine yards. I think it's a must win for them, and they can pull it. I think they can pull it off because Tom Brady has shown in the last several weeks he's not the same Tom Brady he was, and it's definitely because of what's going on in his personal life. I feel. No, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. Um, Tennessee, Kansas City. Uh, we could get a little bit more Malik Willis this week. Uh, I, I just seen before they're going to keep it kind of close to the chest and so closer to game time. Unfortunately, that's Sunday night. Whether even though I don't think anybody is starting Tannehill in fantasy, uh, Kansas City. I, I mean, I see with the points only because of Derrick Henry. Uh, but I'm taking Kansas City with the pick. Obviously, that's an easy choice here. I don't think Tennessee's got enough to, to win the game, but I do think they have enough to keep it somewhat close, maybe a touchdown. I think that the 10 mark is close, that half point I know is going to screw me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, t- I'm taking Kansas City here. There's just too much. And uh, Kadarius Tony is supposed to be playing today, so uh, we'll see what he was supposed to be in New York. We'll see it now in KC. Yeah, I'm going KC on this one. I mean, listen, Patrick Mahomes, He's, he's going to light them up. I don't see them, you know, I don't see it being a close game. I understand what you're saying. You know, you got to watch out for Derek Henry and everything. But I think they'll contain him. It's not, it's not like he's going to run off and, you know, two, two and a quarter and get like – Well, Casey's defense touchdowns. is not good. Not, But that also gives Mahomes a chance to come back and sling in that ball as well, though. Yeah, you know. So I'm going, definitely going with Casey on this. Saw a stat today that Mahomes in his career against the Titans is one and two, including the playoffs. So that means he's zero and two versus them in the regular season. But I mean, I can't pick against Mahomes against a reeling Tennessee team who's they just look all out of sorts right now. They just look like a shell of themselves from when they were in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago. Yeah, I like I like Kansas City as well to win this game, especially the chemistry they got going on with Juju, Mahomes, Kelsey, Cole Hardman. They just have too they have too many good things going on right now in Kansas City for them to lose this game. Baltimore, New Orleans, Monday night. Uh, it's three and a half. I'm seeing the spread. I actually thought it'd be a little bit more, being that New Orleans is just injury after injury after injury. Uh, there's no Mark Andrews, no Rashad Bateman, no J.K. Dobbins, no Gus Edwards, but you still have Lamar Jackson. And I still think that Baltimore wins this game. The only reason why I think it might be considered close is due to all the injuries and because New Orleans, I'm pretty sure, I don't remember the, the actual number, but I'm pretty sure since Andy Dalton has taken over as a quarterback, New Orleans is averaging like 30 points a game almost, which is uh-huh. crazy to say, being that they have absolutely Nobody to throw the ball to besides Chris Olave. Um, but uh, I'm taking Baltimore here. I, I think they uh, they got to separate themselves. And I think this is the game where they could do that. Uh, you know, look for Jackson to go off for, for some big numbers. But, yeah, I'm going Baltimore. I'm going New Orleans on this. It's going to be my my uh, my upset of the week, too, I think. Really? Um, yeah. I think Kamara had an awesome game last week. You're going to see that again this week. 
uh, everyone, both teams are injury riddled. So I actually can see New Orleans just picking one out here. I mean, I don't know if it's going to – I mean, maybe it could be 35 points. Maybe it could be more. Um, but you can't have just a Lamar Jackson show. I mean, I know you can. Cause the guy yeah, can be an animal, that's all he ever wants. But, but exactly. Um, he's like the Michael – well, I don't want to say that. But uh, I'm going New Orleans on this one. Yeah, I'm with you, John. I'm going with New Orleans as well. It's, I mean, it is crazy that they've been doing this well without those receivers at their disposal, but I think that you still have Alvin Kamara. You still have Taysom Hill. Still, I guess, is Olave even playing this week? I know Michael Thomas is yeah, yeah. the year. I know Landry's having his uh, his issues, but, I mean, when uh, Chris, when what's his face, when Taysom Hill lines up as the tight end in fantasy, I think that gives New Orleans a pretty good chance to win. So, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with New Orleans. Uh, did you give us your upset picks uh, spot this week? I know John, you said yours was New Orleans. I New Orleans, right? Mine was Carolina. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? I guess technically mm-hmm. my upset pick is Jacksonville since they're. Their well, points going with safe, their safe one, huh? That's my safe one. I kind of, I kind of want my upset pick to be the Packers, even though they're favored by three and a half. <laughs> Is that so, what it's come to? They're just underdogs in every game. Those are, those are my upset picks: are Green Bay and Green Bay in my head, and uh, New Orleans and uh, Jacksonville on paper. That's my, those are my upset picks, just because. All right, all right. Part of me thinks that Detroit will just they they know that Green Bay is reeling and this is their chance to win, but. And I love Dan Campbell, but I think that he's gone. He's got to be gone after this year. They're just like right. they're just playing such bad football. It's just like on defense, not on offense, because like they are clicking on offense. They just can't. They can't hold it. They can't stop a nosebleed in the pass game or the run game. See, I don't think he goes anywhere. I think he. I think he's got the 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 franchise where it needs to be. You're right. It's the mm-hmm. defense. I think they're going to go heavy on in the draft on defense. They're going to have money to spend. Uh, watch out for Detroit next year, man. If they can get a quarterback like a Bryce Young or a C.J. Shroud, maybe like a Will Levis, somebody like that, somebody who can throw the ball mobile, Detroit's going to have a good team next year. They have one I of the think, top three offensive lines in football, and they have the weapons. I think Will Levis yeah, will be good for them, but I also think that everybody on their defense needs to go besides Aiden Hutchinson. They need to scrap that whole defense and just – Clean house. That would be for me. That's what I think. And they got Jeff Bakuda in the secondary. You don't hear much of him though. Because he plays in Detroit. Imagine if you didn't trade yeah. away Darius Slay. Uh-huh. True. You know, but uh, anybody have any? Dude, they got a good wide receiving core though. They do. No, they do. Um, any sleepers for tonight? John got a sleeper. Antonio Gibson. Really? Yeah. I think he's going to uh, – I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be the guy that he was last year or the year before, but I think he could be that sleeper, man. A couple of catches out of the backfield. Okay. All right. Spock, you got a sleeper? Terrace Marshall, my guy. All right. Yeah. Okay. Does Archie have a sleeper there right behind you? Archie's <laughs> Archie sleeper of the day is uh, pending concussion protocol, Christian Watson. That's his sleeper of the day. <laughs> What do you got, Rob, on a sleeper? Anyone? Uh, I'm going Isaiah Likely. I think he, with no Mark Andrews, uh, he's going to have a full workload. Guy's going to ball out. 
no Richard Bateman, dude, he's been good even in the little spots that he's gotten in with Andrews a little banged up. Dude, he's gonna have a hell of a game, and I'm glad that I'm, I'm gotten I got him in two leagues because you know I'm gonna need the points. So I, I think he's gonna have a pretty solid day. New Orleans second, you know, defense is a little beat up. So uh, yeah, no, I think I think it's gonna be a good day for likely. Well, actually, good nights tomorrow night. So I think he's gonna have a good day though. <clears throat> but uh, that looks that looks like it for this week. You know, we didn't get Ant, which is unfortunate because uh, you know I like to hear his little rants. But uh, hopefully, we can get him back tomorrow. We can get a pod session tomorrow. But uh, yeah, we'll do it again next week. Later, boys. Later, fellas.